0: This is a dude studios production, and hey, I'm the dude. Hey bartender, hey, bartender. me a drink. All the ways of the world. Welcome back to Hey Bartender podcast. I'm the dude, so that's what you call me. I'm your bartender for the night, or you can call me Anthony. I'm cool with that. Uh, you guys listened to this podcast long enough. Just call me Anthony, but dude works too. So how is everybody doing? Uh, this is a Wednesday short shot episode. Just get a couple things off my mind that I really can't talk about for a long show. Uh, so, you know, I'm glad to hear that a lot of you guys are back at work, uh, back at, um, back in the grind, making the money. And getting slowly irritated by customers that you were irritated by before, but kind of missed, and then get irritated by again. But, you know, let's not talk about that right now. It's the beginning of the show, so we got to talk about a shot. You know what? I stole another shot from the Tipsy Bartender. Yes, that's right. I'm uh, pretty much borrowing most of my stuff from the tipsybartender.com because he has some really great drinks and uh really interesting shots that I've never heard of before. Uh this one that I pulled off for today's episode is called The Deep Ocean Shot. Now, uh I'm going to post a picture of this on heybartenderpodcast.com cuz you got to see this. It is a beautiful looking drink. Now, what how it tastes, I have no idea. I haven't had a chance to taste it yet because I don't have that kind of liquor around my house. Uh or enough liquor or any liquor. Ah, anyway, The ingredients. Now, you've got to get your shot glass. You've got to layer these perfectly. Use a spoon. Use a, well, I don't know if a cherry would screw up the flavor. Might add to it. You never know. But uh, Or if you're one of those really good bartenders that knows how to uh, just use the edge of the glass, layer it that way. But how you make it. uh, First layer, blue curacao. Second layer, hypnotic. And the third layer, coconut rum. Sounds like a very tropical and fruity drink to me. Uh, So I want you guys to get out there, test it out, and let me know how it tastes. Uh, Because uh, if I actually took the time to test every bit of alcohol that I talked about on this show, I might have a social life. But beyond the point, uh, try out the... uh, try the deep ocean shot and once again thank you tipsy bartender for letting me steal the information that's on your website whether he likes it or not you know there's something i felt like talking about this week and i put it up on the instant uh instagram feed uh of the most annoying questions that you have ever received as a bartender or server now that list could be oh 20 30 miles long but there are some questions that did come up that uh uh, are really freaking annoying, and I remember uh getting that, uh, getting those questions. But I'm going to end this episode with the most annoying question that every single one of you out there should be completely annoyed by. So, but let's get started. Something simple. Uh, the first annoying question. Well, we're. I'm not. I don't know if this is going to be a top five, uh, or if I'm just going to only think of four. Um, but the first annoying question that I ran across, uh, was what beers do you have on tap? Now, granted, that's not annoying. Maybe the first 30, 40 times you hear it. And maybe it's not annoying if you're a server and you're serving at a table that's really far away from the bar. But based on my experience, when I was a server at uh, this particular restaurant, we had about 20 beers on tap. And so I never took the time to memorize it, but it was within where it was within eye distance where I could actually read the taps. I'd stand there, turn around and say, "Okay, let's see. Uh we got Bud, Bud Light, Coors Light, uh MGD, uh Mirror Pond, Black Butte Porter, Guinness, uh you know, I just name off all the beers." And uh then they'd sit there and say, "Ah, oh, Okay, I'll have a Coors Light. You really had to waste my time by uh, saying, having me say all 20 of those beers, at, like uh, 16 of them, all craft beers, and you want a Coors Light? Are you kidding me? And so, but, you know, teach their own. They have their their own tastes. Uh, I remember my father one time, he uh, a server came up to our table and she named off... Uh, all the dressings that were available. She's, we have ranch, French, you know, she she went through the whole list and dad just decided to be a smart ass and say, what was the third one? And she said it, it was the third one she actually said and dad so like, oh crap, you're right. Uh, and I believe my dad did give her an extra tip because he did understand how annoying that question or that statement could have been. Uh, he was very understanding in that sort of thing yeah but uh that can be an annoying question of what beers do you have on tap, especially when you're standing in right right in front of the fucking taps, and they're like, "What do you have on tap? And then you point to the wall and hope they can read yeah, that uh it, you know their ability of observation is just astounding at that point. Next, a uh, really annoying question that I get is when people, my regulars, automatically assume free stuff. Uh, they come in, hey, it's my birthday. Do I get a free drink? And I would usually be an asshole and look at them and go, no, but you can buy from one for everybody else. And uh, just assuming, uh, having a customer assuming that we give away drinks, just constantly, you know, we give away drinks whenever we want. That's just flat out rude, and it puts us in a bad spot, especially with some of our regulars. Because just because the regulars won't see it that way, they'll uh, run to our manager because they know the they know the owner. They'll run to the owner and say, "Hey, your bartender was a dick to me last night, and it was my birthday." And you know, the owner, depending on the owner that you have, uh. Uh, it would, it would just be a pain in the ass. Luckily I worked with a few owners that were, Hey, you were being a dick to him. So, you know, it says it already here in the log book, you were being a dick to him. So he's my employee. I gotta, I gotta side with him. I had a couple bosses like that, but there, I also did have a boss or two that was like, why didn't you give it, uh, give it free, free shot to them. It was their birthday. Well, what are you what are you thinking? Are you, are you trying to scare away our customers? And you know, one one time I even looked him in the eye and said I didn't even know we were able to give away free drinks. You know, cuz uh the owner of the bar uh that I worked at at the time was a real tight wad. I mean, really really tight. To try to get a dollar bill out of his hand, I think it would be easier to pull a something difficult out of a, something really heavy. I I had no analogy for you there. I could have hit pause, but I didn't. You know, just keeping it real. But yeah, expecting free stuff. Hey, can I get a free shot? No, but you can get an expensive one. Next annoying question. Now, for a lot of you, this will be the most annoying question that you've ever heard, but not according to my list. Can we get that check se- uh, separate? Ah, I just heard a whole bunch of butt cheeks just clenching up right now. It was beautiful. Uh, some of you won't be able to fart for a week. But, yeah, separate checks. Can we get separate checks? Say it right at the end of the uh, right at the end of the meal, right at the end of the night, when you've got everybody else uh, trying to cash out at the same time. And you got to sit back and remember, okay, they had this, they had that. You know, there were times where I just didn't care. Sure, I'll split it up, and I split it right down the middle for everybody. Well, equally towards everybody. And, uh, you know, funny enough, they never noticed. They just looked at it and gave me their credit cards. And I was expecting at least one person to get pissed off because they didn't have uh, two Chardonnays, a Coors Light, and three shots of tequila. Uh, But they never noticed. Uh, but everybody paid equally uh and not just for what they were drinking but having to split up checks at least finding out about it at the end of the night or at the end of the meal where we have to go to the computer we have to i think it's the point of sale system nowadays that makes it that much more annoying because it would be easier in a paper system you know like like we used to do We'd write down uh, an order on a guest check, and then ring it up in a register. That would that would have been easy, but nowadays with the point of sale system, we actually have to t- select and separate everything that everybody had, and that I think you know I blame the point of sale system nowadays. It's the computer age. We got to use computers that way. We get more accurate information of our pores, Our Consumption are, uh, no, yeah, okay, the solution to get rid of that, uh, get rid of the frustration, the anger, the overall, I want to kill somebody when it comes to separate checks, go back to paper. Yeah, just write it down on paper and bring it up on a regular old register. I think that would be the good solution for that. Here's another great question that comes up in a bar. It's not necessarily directed at you. It's directed at the wall of liquor. The li- the wall of liquor. Uh, they this the wall of liquor gets this question. However, the bartender slash server has to deal with it. And that question is, what do I want? Okay. Now, uh, in most cases, when people sit back and say, "What do I want?", they just made their way forward from being about five deep and four wide for the bartender or server. And they didn't take that time to think about what uh, what they would like to drink before they got to the bar. They might have been conversing with the person next to them. They might have been sitting there wondering if the dime bag is uh, going to still be on the coffee table when they get back to their apartment. They, you know, a lot of things can go be going through their head. But during that time... When it's five deep, four wide, and it's still five deep and four wide, and you say, hey, what can I get for you? And say, ah, what do I want? And then you just have to uh, slam your head on the bar because, okay, dude, I'm really busy. I got five deep, four wide. Okay. There have been times uh, where I said, where I would just say, okay, you think about that. You, what can I get you? Gorge Light. Figures. All right. And then they, then by that time they finally decide I'll just have a rum and Coke. Uh, Okay. You didn't, you couldn't think of a rum and Coke up until that point. All right. You know, I was hoping that you would say a drink that was a little bit more interesting that I didn't need to blend. And, but you just took all that time away from me time that I could have been serving all your friends, all the people that are probably going to beat the shit out of you out in the parking lot. And, and, to decide on a rum and Coke. And you, uh I have to congratulate you anyway because uh, deciding having a rum and Coke, you asked a bunch of bottles as if they were going to give you a sign this light was going to shine down on this bottle of Bacardi and say you will drink Bacardi and Coke. And no, no, things like that don't happen in the bar. Maybe I'll set up a bar that does that. That'd be funny, you know. A person walks up to the bar and says, "What? About, what will I have?" And then I'll uh, flip a switch underneath the bar, and all of a sudden it shines down on a bottle of uh, Bailey's and a bottle of uh, lime juice. And ooh, I want to try that. What's it called? A cement mixer. Enjoy. Next question that had annoyed me in my previous career and lifetime. I just spilled my drink. Can I get another one? Okay. Odds are your customer's sitting there thinking, uh, I spilled my drink. I should get another one for free. That At least that was based on my experience. And you know what? I'm sorry. Uh, my bar, m- me, myself, shouldn't have to play, uh, pay for your clumsiness. And uh, I think there was actually one time where somebody spilled, spilled their drink and and they said, I just spilled my drink. Can I get another one? And I'd say, oh, no, if you spilled your drink, you're obviously drunk. I can't give you another one. I have to cut you off. And we went back and forth uh, for about a half hour in, uh, you know, because I had nothing to do that night. It was a slow night. And it basically came down, came down to me looking him right in the eye and say, look, I'll give you another drink, but you have to pay for it because I'm not going to. You were clumsy. You were stupid. I'm sorry. You, you got to pay the price for it. One more question, then I'll get to the one that really, really grinds my gears. The question, can you clean that table off for us? Uh, now, that might not sound like a horrible question. However, this that question all of a sudden became really fucking annoying to me. One night when I was uh, closing up the dining room side, still had time. There was another half hour uh, to the dining room, so I I had no problem uh, serving another customer. You know, I wasn't going to taint their food or anything like that. I said taint. <laughs> but the restaurant side of the bar was empty, and the last customer had uh, just left. I hadn't got, had a chance to go over to... Uh, clean up bust that table all the other tables were clean all one two three four six seven eight all uh, uh, all the other tables were clean all nine of them and there was one table that I didn't get to that the customers had just left and I I was saying well let me finish doing my side work here fill up the ketchup bottles and put them in the refrigerator, and I'll go over and clean it. Next customer comes in while I'm uh, filling up the uh, ketchup dispensers, and they came come over to me and say, can you clean that table off for us? I look over, the one table that they want that they picked out that they wanted to sit at was the only dirty table in the restaurant. All the others were clean, all the others were bust, but they wanted to sit at the one that had crap on it. Have you know, I'm sitting there going, are you kidding me? You're all right, fine. And I, I, even my cook just looked at me and goes, what kind of people are, th- is that? And they were, uh, disgusting. Um, uh, anyway, I think it was like a, uh, a guy probably in his mid forties and his mother, uh, he'd taken her, uh, taken her to my bar to eat and oddly, he was gross. I, that, there's no other way to think about it because uh, I had given them plenty of napkins. Uh, they were having fried chicken and, uh, you know, he had a beer, she had a wine. Uh, and I, he c- gets up from the table, comes over to me to the area where I'm doing my side work. I'm keeping an eye on him, but I'm doing my side work, gets up from his table and comes over to me licking his arm, starting from the elbow up, licking his, his whole forearm and asked me, can I get a napkin? And I full on debated on, I better give you a box. Cause are you a fucking cat? I mean, God. And yeah, of course my cook saw that and he started joking about it a little bit later. It was funny, but, uh, it That's one of those things that you don't see people do often. You see them smack their lips a little bit on their fingers. Well, not right now because of the whole COVID nineteen thing, but they you know lick their fingers a little bit, especially when you're eating fried chicken, and uh, or finger food in general. But to see him to have to lick from his elbow up, I'm glad I wasn't watching him eat. That had to have been disgusting. Ugh. Okay. Bartenders, servers alike, I'm going to get to the question that annoys me the most, has forever. Every single job I've ever had that dealt with the public, it gets on my nerves, I stick up for every single uh, waitress, waiter, bartender, barback, server, I stick up for every single one of them because I hate this question so much okay let me set the scene for you Some of you uh, are probably sitting back thinking that you want to get uh, go into the restaurant industry make a little bit extra cash or you know have that as your career and which don't let anybody tell you different there's nothing wrong with that but you just got your first job and say or you got your first job, Uh, or you just graduated from the bartending school and uh, you managed to get a job behind the bar right away and that you've been working there for less than a week. You've barely gotten to know any of the customers. You are still making your way around the bar because you want to conform to the way everybody else is used to the bar. I mean, you don't want to put the Jack Daniels bottle just anywhere. That'll piss off the other bartenders and servers. And you'll probably probably piss yourself off too and lose it. But then you get that one customer and, uh, and they look at you and see that you're a little frustrated. You're a little frazzled. And they say, how long you've been doing this job? Let me tell you right now, there is no right way to answer that question that will not piss off. Your customer, your boss, it'll make your coworkers laugh, but there is no way to answer that properly. Uh, I mean, you can say long enough, and the customer will say, apparently not. You can say the actual thing, oh, I've only been doing this for a week. And well, it shows. The person that asks that question, how long you've been doing this job, is looking to pick a fight. For some reason, they decided to set their sights on you and make fun of you. Whether it's to impress their friends, to make them feel better about themselves. That question always pisses me off. Because I can see when a bartender or a server is having a rough night, whether it's their first night, whether it's their eighth year. Um, granted, the person on their eighth year is probably handling a lot better, but you know, when you're brand new and you just are ready and then you got a customer that is ready to insult you. Now, I want you to sit back and remember that it's just one customer. And I, I want you to think in your head, don't say it out loud. They're, they're an asshole. And when they uh i mean answer the question however you want you can blow them off or you can make up make up some answers but usually they're uh you know you can say something like uh i've been doing this job since i used to play with transformers or uh i started this job so uh uh i could uh be your uh be your long enough to i've been working at this job long enough to be your friend it, well, that one will probably get you in trouble, but, um, that's what I'm all, all I'm saying. There is no right answer that will satisfy that customer where it won't give them an excuse to get you in trouble. And every time I see a new server, a new bartender, cause I can sniff them out easily. Every time I see them and one customer decides to ask that very question, I feel sorry for him. And there is part of me that wants to walk over and kick the bar stool out from underneath them and shove the uh glass of whatever uh whatever they're drinking up their nose. But I can't do that. yeah, uh, cuz, you know, people are all, you know, the judge probably wouldn't say, "Okay, that's not a good reason uh the person had to go to the hospital." You know, you know how hard pint glasses are to get down somebody's throat and but um yeah, and yeah, But the judge probably wouldn't side with me, even if the judge was a server or something like that while they were going through law school. Uh, they just wouldn't understand. But that's just my opinion here, people. But uh, if you have anything that you would like to add to this episode, feel free to email me, dude, at com. I'd love to hear some of the stuff that you hate to hear when you're working. Uh, because a lot of us bartenders can relate. It, uh, all the stories are out there. Bring them here to me. I'd love to hear them. And if you want to be on the show, by all means, let me know. And we can get you on the show. If you're a band out there and you want your songs to be heard on this show, by all means, just let me know. I'm that mellow, people. If you want to follow us on uh, on social media, we're on uh, Hey Bartender Podcast is on Facebook, Hey Bartender Podcast. Instagram, Hey Bartender Podcast. Hey uh, Twitter. I'm kind of on there every once in a while. I just kind of come and go. I really don't do anything on Twitter. People just r- really self-absorbed on that one. Oh, well, they're also really self-absorbed on Facebook. But at least some of the people on Facebook and Instagram take the time to actually look at other people's profiles. Sometimes, maybe. But uh, I'd love to hear uh, hear from you guys. I'd love to hear your stories. I'd love to hear some drink specials. Uh, just remember, uh, visit www.haybartenderpodcast.com. I post the drinks from the previous episode on uh, on there. Have links to past episodes. Have Hey Bartender Podcast merchandise if you're into that. And hey, check the check the show out this com- uh, this coming Saturday where I have uh, director of famous bartending school in Newark, New Jersey, Jesse Singh and he's going to uh, talk us through how he got started uh, got started bartending, how he got started working in restaurants, and how he became director of his own bartending school. He also tells us how to make a shot called The Gecko. And uh, it sounds awesome. I will also have musical guest Roxy and the Underground Soul Sound. So... Make sure you uh, check out Hey Bartender podcast up uh, upcoming episode this Saturday. Until then, people, lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness, and don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. What do you mean it's Let's Go? I just got hit!